Good morning, y'all. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good night. What's up? We missed you. How are you doing today? Welcome back to the Peace, Love, and Applesauce podcast. My name is Juan, and I am actually doing an episode solo this week. Well, technically not solo, but in honor of Father's Day, I got my dad to come on the podcast with me. So without further ado, sir, would you mind introducing yourself? Tell us your name and let us know what your favorite pair of sneakers are right now. Uh, well, um, I'm Al, and my favorite pair of sneakers is uh, uh, Jordan 4 Retro Black Cats. Ooh, I remember you showing them to me. How much are those bad boys worth? Well, um, last time I checked, they're probably at 1000 God damn. How much do you actually wear them, though? Um, I've probably worn them twice. Only inside the house? No, once outside the house. <laughs> <laughs> but you put them away right away? Yeah, I mean, those are... $1, I mean, they're $1,000 shoes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous, but yeah. All right. Well, are you ready to jump into these questions I got for you? I am. We're going to kind of get to know you here today. Uh, some of these questions I've never even asked you before, and they're going to range from the simple and easy, and then we're going to try and get a little deeper and thought-provoking, and then we're just going to roll into one of our regular conversations where we just start dropping dimes. Fair enough. All right. So, first question, how many kids do you have? Five. Five kids. And how old were you when you had your first kid? Um, I was 17. You were 17? I was 17. I did the math. And uh, I had turned uh, 17 in October, and in November I was a dad. Wow. Yeah. There goes the Hondas. So to kind of jump into the deep end a little early... um, I want to know how much of a difference it was for you going from one kid to two. Like, how did it, how was the responsibility, like, how did that go for you? The responsibility, wow. Um, Well, to be honest with you, you know, I was really young, so I don't know that I really uh, thought about the responsibility in the beginning. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, But man, it was just a lot of hard work. Like, it was a lot of hard work. What was the hardest part about being a young dad? Um, I would say probably trying to prioritize my time, you know, um, you know, we're working all the time, mm-hmm. splitting up time with, to, to have with the family and, and, you know, kind of just try to figure out even a little bit of time to hang with your friends and, right. you know, so. especially being 17, like, right. That must've been crazy. It was. Um, so moving afterwards, because clearly I am also a young father and I'm only 25, where were you at when you were my age? Like, what was going on in your life when you were 25? Wow, well... 20. Also, you're 43, correct? Correct, I'm right. 43. I always get it wrong, but <laughs> I just had to reassure myself there. 43, sir. So where were you at when you were 25? Man, 25, it seems seems like such a long time ago at this point, you know? Right. Um, but if I, uh, if I look back on it, man, I mean, I was just working, you know... Full-time job, side work, you know, just taking care of you guys. You know what I mean? It was just, it was work, 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 work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, what is one thing, or not necessarily one thing, but what is something that you wish you knew before you had kids that would have, like, kind of helped you out in the early stages of parenting? Um, kind of like one of those things like, oh, they never tell you about this, or you don't know until you know. What do you mean? As far as as far as raising a baby, or yeah, like just good jumping into the world of being a dad. Because like in my personal experience, like 
of course I had nothing to reference it to. Like there weren't many of my other friends having kids. So, and we are, my younger sister, like Mara, she, she was a baby when I was only like nine years old. And that was the most recent baby I'd interacted with. Right. So like for me becoming a dad and having that be my sole responsibility, like there was a lot of stuff I wasn't prepared for or even told about. They're just like, yeah, you're a dad. You're going to work all the time. It's not about you anymore and all that. Well, I mean, you know, I kind of got, you know, similar speeches, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, you know, you know, you understand the reality of being a dad now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I just happen to have that at a much younger age. So I feel like, um, you know, I feel like I'm a little bit older than my time because I had so much responsibility at the time. Mm -hmm. You You know what I mean? It was some, I think it was the weight of the responsibility. Now, this is definitely a strong opinion-based question, but do you think there's an appropriate age to have kids? Sorry, I had to remember the rest of it. Like, is there, like, an age where you felt like, uh, I'm ready for this now, or Um, I would have had kids starting now? Um, I guess in my circumstance, I guess I never really gave myself that option mm-hmm. because I was a dad so early. You right. know what I mean? Um, so, but if I was giving advice to someone who's uh, young and, you know, thinking about having kids, I would say, you know, definitely try to enjoy yourself, work a little bit, save, be a little bit better prepared. You're never going to be 100% prepared, obviously. Right. You know what I mean? Um, being a parent at any age is, you know. It's stressful, difficult, great, all of these things wrapped up into one thing, you know? Right. Because obviously, like, I mean, comparing it to you being 17, you were still in school or trying to figure out school, trying to figure out being a dad at the same time, like you said. And I mean, you're also still a kid yourself there. So, like, you're still being parented and you got to, like, raise somebody. How is that? Well, um... I guess for me at that age, I wasn't being parented, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I guess a lot of the, um, I guess it's the level of advice. Mm-hmm. You, you understand what I mean? I maybe didn't have enough guidance in that area, you know what I mean? So I maybe uh, was quick to be more, everything was more impulse, you know what yeah. I mean? Just kind of fly, of you know, on the, on the fly. So, you know. I don't know that uh, I would say a specific age for sure, you know? Yeah, because it's just like it all kind of hits you like immediately because it's like you can think about how you're going to be as a dad or how you're going to handle things. But especially when it comes to having your first kid, like once Jewel got here, like once she was born, I just looked at her and the doctors were like, you can say hi. And I was like. (laughs) hi like it was so weird like i had no idea i was how i was gonna feel once i saw her or like just everything that was about to ensue because it was just like you go into the hospital as two people and then you leave with three and they're just kind of like hey here you go you got a car seat that straps in properly have fun with your baby good luck and they just let you out the door with this tiny little person that you're in charge of now for the rest of their for life. For the rest of your life. Yeah. Like, it is insane how powerful that is. It is. That's why I was like, I was wondering if you ever one thought about if there was an appropriate age. Like, No, I, I mean, appropriate, I mean, I would just say, you know, to try to 
try to figure out who you are, try to, and, and most importantly, get to know the person that you're having a kid with. Right. You know what I mean? That's that's a huge important factor because from the moment you have a, a kid with that person, you know what I mean? You're, you're kind of tied to that person for a long time, mm-hmm. whether you stay with them or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I would say just be more cautious and, you know, more selective if, if that's the route that it's going to be, you know? Yeah, and it definitely, like, going along with the partner idea, like, it puts a a big strain on any relationship. Like, absolutely, everything is so cute until it's not. Like, the literal shit hits the fan. Like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. until your baby's crying because they got a shit, then they're crying because they're covered in shit. Yep. And you go to change the shit, then they roll into it. It's on your carpet. <laughs> your dog tries to come lick it, and it's like no one told me about that. Like, no. I knew I was gonna change bad diapers, but. I've been in some, I know you've been in a lot of gross situations because you got it multiplied by five. Right. I'm only one kid in and I'm like, bro, this is wild. And I'm, who knows how many more times I might have kids oh, well, listen, and I got to go through it all again. It's, it's crazy. I mean, but listen, you know what? A lot of those crazy things are the things that will make you smile and laugh when you look back. I know. Um, you know, they're kind of a, a lot to deal with in the first, you know, in the beginning, you know what I mean? But uh, you become a vet after a while. What would you say in general, I know I asked you what was the hardest part about being a young dad, but like as you've grown up and matured basically with us, like right. what would you say is one of the harder things about being a dad? Wow. I, t- I would say that uh, one of the hardest things about being a dad is uh, wh- when your kids get to the point where you're not day-to-day necessary anymore, mm-hmm. um, it's a great thing. Um I felt like it's a bittersweet thing. Right. You know what I mean? But I think one of those things is uh, being able to learn to allow your kids to make their own decisions and choices. And, you know, I'm, I've am i always been the type of dad with you. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure you can agree that um, I've always let you have your own thought process. Mm-hmm. I've let you come to your own conclusion. Right. I've been there to help guide. But, you know, I've always wanted each one of you guys to be able to live out your dream. Mm-hmm. You know, on whatever scale that is, you know right. what I mean? So I think being able to be a good parent and knowing when to knowing when to accept letting go. Ooh, letting go of what? Well, I mean, like I said, you have to kind of, you know, for instance, when you guys were little, I would never I would try to always catch you and never let you fall and never let you bump into anything, right? Mm-hmm. But if nothing ever happens to you, nothing will ever happen for you. Right. You, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of one of those things that yeah, you you know, as much as I hated that you guys fall off your bike and this and that and you know whatever, you to one on one level or another those things needed to happen so that you understand a lesson from something. Maybe you'll never do that again. Right. Do you understand what I mean? So no, speaking of like the crazy catches like the one crazy catch that forever sticks in my brain, I remember it was when we had bunk beds and I the, our light was still on, but I was asleep and I was rolling off the bed like mid-roll <laughs> and my eyes cracked open and I just see your shadow and then I wake up fully <laughs> and my like shoulders 
and arms are above my ears and you're between me and my dresser just holding me. And I'm like, what happened? You're like, you just rolled off your bed, bud. Like, come on. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? That I remember that because I was sitting downstairs watching TV and I could hear like the plastic, you know, that you guys had on the mattress cover mm-hmm. rustling around. And when I heard it roll the fourth time, I ran up the steps because I knew you were at the edge of the bed. Oh, man. I slid in just enough time to catch you. Like, I caught you. You were falling. I, you were in midair. I, listen, all I remember is seeing a your shadow and then i'm on the floor and you're holding me yep <laughs> it was just like instantaneous have you made an epic catch or a save yet i can't think of one off the top of my head but there have been plenty of corners that i've stuck my hand between where jules just forehead was gonna go through right, right. so i just get stabbed in the back of my hand yep. i've eaten corners of <laughs> tables or the tv stand or she's running and something drops and i no, my favorite is I'll be I'll have a handful of stuff and Jewel will drop something and I throw my foot out and either like pop it up just lightly enough to where it falls gently right. or I pop it back up and catch it in my hands and just keep moving. <laughs> That's what I'm good at. Like nice. I haven't had to make crazy catches, but I'm really good at making sure nothing hits the floor too hard. Fair enough. <laughs> hey, listen, that's that's a skill. It's a dad skill. Oh yeah. I was going to say that, like, they have all those videos of, like, the dad compilations of them saving their kids. Like, yeah. that's real. No, I and know. it's crazy how when it happens, you're just like, how the hell did I do that? Like, I didn't know I could move that quicker. Oh, no, yeah. When it comes to your kid, you get the super speed. I mean, listen, I probably couldn't, you know, run up the steps like that now. But, <laughs> like, yeah, I, like, I scaled the, the steps and caught you, like, uh-huh. you know. So, yeah, I get it. Now... Who would you say influenced your parenting style? Well, I would have to definitely say my mom. She was the one that raised me and my brothers. Mm -hmm. So I would say it influenced it. I mean, there was a lot of things that I I chose to do differently. Mm -hmm. But um, I would say I I got a lot of influence off of that. Do you think your siblings also played a part into, like, how you parented? Not necessarily because of, like, you're the youngest, right? No, I'm the middle. You're the middle. So with that being said, like having someone above you and below you, kind of like someone being the mentor for you, but then you're also trying to guide the young one. Yeah. How is that translated into your parenting as well with your mom being your only influence? Um, wow. I know it's a deep question. I'm sorry. It is. Uh, (laughs) It has layers. Um... I would say more as uh, as I was growing up, uh, my older brother and my younger brother were were close. You know, I was kind of like out a little bit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I I just kind of did my own thing. So I don't know that they influenced very much or how much influence they have um, as far as you know my mom's influence in them raising their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm told I'm the most like her in a lot of ways. Like you know, like the sternness or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I got influence from her. I, I can't really speak on their behalf as far as where I see their influence from. You know what I mean? That's fair. Now, from your personal perspective and just based on your story, what is what does it mean to be a dad? Like, for you, what does it mean to be a dad? Jeez. Well, I'll say this. It's the best fucking job I've ever had. Yeah? I would say so. I mean, you know. 
it, it's a tough job. I, you know, I, I often refer it or, uh, you, you know, give you the analogy that it's like, I feel like my dad title is like a UFC belt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like 27 years undisputed. You right. know what I mean? Um, and I feel like every dad should have a chip on their shoulder when it comes to their kids. You know, I, to give you some food for thought, right? Uh, I was solely responsible for your safety and protection the majority of your life for all of you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The same way now, that responsibility with your daughter falls to you. Her safety and protection is your responsibility and your responsibility only. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and that is like, it's on my mind every single day, every second of the day. Like, And I hate to tell you, that feeling doesn't go away. I know. You know what I mean? You're always going to feel that way. You know what I mean? As a parent, because... Uh, I feel like the the protectiveness and the nurturing, the advice giving, you know, all of those things extend, you know what I mean? Uh, You think about it like this and, you know, your entire life, right? You go from, you know, kindergarten, first grade, middle school, whatever, right? So all that guidance. And then after that, you know, you've become a young dad, you've gotten married, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Certainly the advice from the kindergarten days to current moment right now is still a continuation of parenting. Now you don't need me day to day. I don't need to tie your shoes. I don't need to drive you to school. Right. But you know, to say, I feel that, uh, you never stop parenting, you know what I mean? To one degree or another, you know, every now I'm, I'm I'm more like sitting in the dugout now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I'm not out there, you know, calling the shots anymore. I'm just sitting back enjoying the game. Gotcha. Wow. God damn. <laughs> that, that reference was fire. <laughs> oh, man. So now that you are in the dugout, what's it like being an adult parent? An adult parent? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like a parent to adults now, because... Mara's going to be an adult here in a couple years, so it's like you're you're almost out of Shawshank, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm underneath the building right now, working the trenches. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, it's really cool, actually. You know, I'm you know I, I get to see a different aspect of you guys, your your personalities, the the choices in life that you guys have each have chosen. You know, your career paths. Uh, you know, so it's it you know. It's still fun. Mm-hmm. There's still always good news. There's always new things on the horizon, you know. So as a dad, it makes me proud to see that you guys do what you love. You know what I mean? Um, for you, I'm super proud of you and Abby, the type of parents you guys are, the effort you put into, you know, raising the baby and, you know, the commitment. Because um, I certainly know that that's not easy, mm-hmm. you know, on either side, you know, your side, her side. It, you know, it takes a team. Yeah. You know, and I'm super impressed that my granddaughter has a staff. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Right before we started recording, like Abby's upstairs already. She's in bed with Jewel and Jewel's playing a game. Abby has to lay in bed with her. But Nina came down because she needed to grab Jewel's water. Somebody had to grab her snack for bed. And my dad's like, wow, does she really have a staff? I was like, yeah, we're just we just help around here. Like (laughs) it's all about her. I was like, I got to go upstairs and play a game with her quick. I'll be down. Yeah, no, and that's the great, I mean, you know, that's the great part about being a dad, those Mm -hmm. moments, right? Because look, you've blinked twice and look how big she is. I know, like I used to always want her to cuddle up with me and then she hates it. But then now I'm like, she's like, dad, come lay with me. And I'm like, Jewel, I got to get ready and go to bed myself. Like, I'm sorry. It's that bittersweet that you were talking about. Like, 
being able to let go because I'm like, she's damn near like having full on conversations with me like coherently now, right. and I'm like, all right, we're getting somewhere. Like I don't need to try and decipher everything you're saying or figure out what you really need. Like you can just tell me, right? But then she's also like, I'm like, hey, do you need help? She's like, no, dad, that I got it. Right. Or, the independence like, is beginning. The, oh, the independence is crazy because I'm like, all right, how do I deal with this? Because like, what I've learned is every year she gets older, I gotta readapt. So by the time I get used to like her routine, her personality, the things she wants, the things she needs, it changes. Oh, dude, it'll change minute by minute. I mean, it does realistically, but like looking at it in the grand scheme of things, like I'm like, all right, I can section off each year like the ex- essentially the exact difference but absolutely on a daily basis yeah it's it's something new every day i'm like who taught you how to say that or where did you hear that or like she she made me take those two hula hoops over there and we were pretending to be trained like a train for 20 minutes so i'm going chugga 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 she pulls her hand down and i got a choo-choo then she's pretending like she's crashing into the front door and i make the sound effect and she's laughing her ass off of course but like that's what she needs from me now is like the undivided attention the playtime, the fun and like as the dad but also on the husband side of things like having to go out and work all day and like I see it from your perspective now because I'm literally walking a mile in your shoes. Like, I don't have three kids at 25, but I'm working the same job field you are. And it's it's hard work. It's hard labor. So I come home and my body's hurting or I was literally in, like, sewage all day. And it's just like, all right, I got to come home and put on my dad hat because Jewel needs me and it doesn't matter how tired I am. Uh, It really doesn't because, uh, you know, if if I always referenced uh being at work right when mm-hmm. when it was you know like those tough terrible times especially in the young days right i used to keep pictures of you guys in my wallet mm-hmm. right being every every now and then i would pull them out and remind myself that i wasn't working for these you know these these terrible horrible people i was working with you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i i i i i learned to to treat it as if i just knew that i was working for you guys mm-hmm you understand what I mean? On behalf of you guys. It made certain things easier to tolerate. Yeah. No, and there are definitely, like, a ton of sacrifices made as a dad. Absolutely. And, like, this is more of a rhetorical question for, like, my listeners out there that are planning on having kids. But, like, think about what sacrifices you're willing to make. Like, what are you willing to give up? Because, like going along with the stuff that they don't tell you and, like, how difficult it is. Like, there have been times where I'm like, I need gas in my tank, but Jewel has one diaper left. And that $40 is going to have to last me in my gas tank until next week. Well, guess I'm not driving as much this week. Absolutely. You got to make cutbacks as a dad. You know what I mean? And it's like, what, what hobbies are you willing to give up? And like you said, even at a young age, you were trying to manage your time with your friends and being with your, your family. Like... You, you got to make choices that you're literally obligated to do. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like, no. your, your kid, your family is your first priority. So when you're in the process of having kids, like, you got to think about, like, on the serious note, what you're willing to give up and yeah. what you're willing to, like, make those life changes on. Yeah, you have to... Uh... 
you have to come to some some realizations mm-hmm. you know what i mean some concessions in life you know yep. um you know you definitely have to sacrifice put things to the side put your family first yeah um that's the whole reason you know what i mean when you're a, when you're a parent and that's you know that goes on both sides of the table i mean you know we're particularly focusing on the dad side but right you know um for argument's sake there's plenty of women out there to do both jobs and by that same token there's a ton of single dads that, that that fulfill both roles and uh you know they don't get enough credit absolutely you know yeah i know you don't really think about the single dad aspect much uh, I mean, I just haven't. I I don't personally hear it much. Well, no, absolutely. I mean, I mean, you know, it's it's not as uncommon as you might think, you know. Right. So, but uh, you know, but there are dads that do both jobs, and they definitely don't get half the credit that women get for doing when they're fulfilling both roles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and and when I say that, I don't want to say it sounding for it to sound some type of way because there are plenty of women that have raised incredible men. And there are plenty of men that have raised incredible, you know, daughters, sons, you know what I mean? So it's about the level of, uh, you know, your commitment and sacrifice to your kids and, you know, the work that you put in. Yeah. Well, with that being said, sir, do you have any closing remarks that you would like to give or any other tips for our listeners? Um. To just any uh, young dads out there, I, I would definitely say that uh, you should definitely, your main focus should be taking care of your responsibilities. You know, there's too many there's too many kids that are lacking in so many ways. So if, if you're going to become a parent or you are a young parent, put your energy into that. You know what I mean? Um, great things can come of it. You'll have great kids. Uh, some of your hugest successes will be your kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, if I would have to give any word of advice, I would definitely give that. Patience is key. You know what I mean? Cherish those uh, moments with your kids because before you know it, they're gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I would say try to enjoy that as much as possible. Well, sir, thank you for your time. I appreciate you stopping by the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. And on that note, if you haven't heard it yet, we love you. We hope you have a great day. I think Peanut just barked in the middle of that. So she loves you and hopes you have a great day. We will see you next week. Peace, love, and applesauce. Bye.